You gave it a shot. You tried to go straight, but you've got your father's blood pumping through your veins. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of February 20th, 2022. This is episode 165. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. So I put the poll out there. The poll being, oh, let me just bring it back up here. Given the opportunity... Would You Live in Story Living by Disney, the new development project that Disney has announced that they are going to be planning across the country. Uh, first one being in California, in, in uh, the Valley. And uh, it seems quite interesting. So I wanted to know if, you, if given the opportunity that you'd live there. The answers being, absolutely. I need to find out more. Not interested? Or never heard of it. And now of all of you that voted, no one said that they didn't hear of it. So the news has gone out there. Everyone seemed everyone that responded had heard of it. Six percent of you said you were not interested. So six percent don't want to deal with it. Okay, get that. Thirty-one percent said absolutely. So a good chunk of you, about one third says absolutely you want to go there go go check it out and the majority vast majority of 63 percent of you said that you, that you want to find out more and i'm kind of in that same boat i want to hear more what i've heard so far sounds amazing sounds quite interesting there's a lot of possibility there um a lot of things that sound like it could be fun it could be interesting it could be a nice place to live but there needs I still need more to make that kind of dedication and I'm sure this will not come cheap you gotta find out more and I understand that and some of you are ready to jump right in and I could get that too you don't send, sign me up I'm ready to go so I find it interesting Disney stepping their foot back into the development stage area and we shall see where it goes from there goes from there besides that this tuesday was 2-22-22 so happy 2 2 tuesday to everyone who celebrated especially at 10 p.m which would make it 2-22 on 2-2-2-2-2 on tuesday and on that bombshell, we'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors for part two of our discussion of Book of Boba Fett, picking up exactly where we left off last week. Hello there, Disney Marvel's podcast friends. This is Anthony King, host of the new podcast, Force Ghost Conversations. Each week, this show will be your home for cozy, deep dive discussions into all things Star Wars. We will break down the latest news, announcements, movies, TV shows, comics, books, and everything else in a galaxy far, far away. We can be found on every major podcast listening site, 
And you can also join the conversation with us via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Forest Ghost Conversations. We look forward to having you join us around the campfire then for some Forest Ghost Conversations, and may the Force be with you. And now, on with the show. Now that Disney has to figure out how to juggle now, because not everybody is going to watch those animated series for one what for what reason or another uh, to to be able to figure out. Because I think there was another situation too in the Bad Batch wasn't wasn't Boba Fett's sister introduced? Um, and in, no. in, in, yes. in that, yes. no. Yes. No. Oh no, I'm sorry. See. You can make an argument. Your definition. She's a main character, so it's not really a spoil. Okay. Um, and, and I was going to say, I was hoping during one of those flashbacks when he was a child, you just saw, you didn't have to see the face, you just see a tuft of blonde curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like like again, it's it's a lot of you, you, either you're trusting in your audience that has watched almost all of your material to understand what's going on. Again, for again, but I, I'm 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 kind of guessing that you. Uh, I want to assume that a lot of the people, or maybe this is just, maybe I'm wrong, maybe, because I'm, I'm assuming when it comes to Disney Plus and when you're trying to make Star Wars a more a broad, general audience for everybody, a lot of these people are not going to know a lot of these characters going back forward. And, and which I'm gonna, I, I could be wrong. I mean, this might be just for no, Star you're, Wars. You're actually, you're actually right, because I'm going to tell you honestly, um, we watched the show, we watched the episode with the fight mm-hmm. scene uh, between uh, Cad Bane and Boba Fett, and Emily turned to me and said, "That was it." I, I, I you, you, yeah. you said you said, tell me what you said before what you said to me the other night. I don't remember. Oh, you you basically said to me, "I wanted you wanted more of Cad oh, Bane right, and Boba right, Fett." Right. That that yeah. was a satisfying ending yeah. to me. Uh, towards trying not to spoil towards the end of Bad Batch, you get a more satisfying, not really satisfying, but like mm-hmm. it made sense more for Cad Bane to be stuck somewhere yeah. than yep. to die. Yeah. Just, right. I, I was actually disappointed. But the thing was, I said, I said, no, no, no. This was good because you do have this backstory between Cad Bane and Boba Fett. Yeah. In Clone Wars, but you needed to take a, a just a, a just some a little bit of that and put yeah. more of it into this series so that yeah. when you have the final confrontation between the two, it re- you you feel something. Yeah. You know, and I don't think there was enough of Cad Bane in this. It, it wasn't until I stopped and thought about Clone Wars that I was able to go, okay, yeah, now I'm satisfied, as opposed to telling an emotional story on this series. Yeah. It, yeah it, it, it's, um, it was just a couple of lines that Cad Bane just, oh, yeah, well, we did this before. Um, wasn't Cad Bane the one that put the dent in the helmet? Yes. <laughs> so, that's, what yeah. I've, that's what I've heard. I that, wouldn't that, know that. I've heard that, too. That's what I've read. I, but, I wouldn't know that. What did you guys think of the design and the look of, of Cad Bane coming into the series? Were Hat's you guys... too small! <laughs> to quote you. Yeah, the, the, hat, was, okay. the hat was too small. Oh. I, thought, I thought he looked great. I thought Cad Bane looked dope. 
I thought when again nice. a character that I did not know any like you said you come in from a guy who who's never heard of Cabbait up to that point the way he strolled up in this in episode six man he looked badass I was like yo this is a dope character again I wish they introduced this character earlier in the series because yeah. I was like this is a pretty badass character you know only for him to get clapped in the end of the series both of you, you know? have an assignment. Oh man! And, I mean, I already did it, but you, you, you two of you have an assignment. Emily can back me up on this. Go watch the Bad Batch. I'll yes. get there. Yes, I'll, 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 I'll see it. I will. It was one of the shows that I, I want to check out. There's a lot I want. I also want to check out the the Japanese animated anthology with that too, because I haven't had an opportunity to check that out though. But yeah, again, it go, again, it goes to. I feel like when you want, when you're talking about like a show like Boba Fett, you're you're really this is really kind of meant to the hardcore fans that have watched all of your properties up to this point for you to get those references. And to me, the guy who's coming in cold, like I, I have no clue what's happening. I, I I don't know much about their back history. There's a lot of assumption. I, I feel like the writers are throwing a lot of trust into more. Uh, to to more hardcore i feel like this is a show made for hardcore audience and it kind of leaves the guys general audience to me out of the cold unless i'm not watching everything yeah. on disney plus which no. maybe that was their attention to well know. always no, i don't think so i think you you know i i agree i think cad bane should have you, you could have told a much better story bringing cad bane into the series yeah. earlier and making the series more about cad bane's that actually would have made it way cooler if suddenly his relationship not, with Boba Fett. If the if it's not so, it's not just, um, you know, they want this emotional tie because the Pikes wiped out the Tuscan Raiders. But if you yeah. add into that Cad Bane's involvement with the the Pikes, yeah. and to have Cad Bane still, you know, sort of. It, I'm sorry, my mind is, is going here. But if you have Cad Bane still as in that sort of former mentor role going, you're yeah. nothing, you were never nothing, you were born in nothing, you're going to die in nothing on this backwards planet, just constantly pushing Boba yeah. Fett down, almost more that kind of Cobra Kai sort yeah. of storyline. You know, Boba Fett in that, or Cad Bane in that role, just sort of constantly pushing Boba Fett down no matter what Boba Fett does. To finally have Boba Fett, to finally have a standoff between the two, that's much more emotionally satisfying. Okay. And you could have told that story, you know, yeah, or you know, if Cad Bane had been involved with the death of, of the Tuscan Raiders and it just just drive the hatred between these two men, yeah. you could have told a much more emotionally satisfying story. I, and, and to play off a little bit of that, I think going back to just Boba Fett being more of a... I, I wouldn't mind seeing a more ruthless Boba Fett character, too. I mean, you're fighting and to, be, to control uh, Tatooine. Like, this is your battle, man. And I would have loved to see more of a ruthless version of Boba Fett. When so when when uh, Cad comes in, you know it be, could have been a battle between ruthless bad bad you know bad badass versus ruthless character. I could have loved to see the economy of those two to see what depths will Boba Fett go to prove that not only. My name not only should be feared as a bounty hunter, but should also be feared as a crime lord. I, and I right. would have loved to see that. And then maybe, you know, in the beginning with the Mandalorian back in the day, where now maybe Mando comes into the situation and is like, 
he kind of notices, like, dude, you're becoming a little bit more ruthless. I think that could have been an interesting dichotomy between now Mandalorian and Boba Fett, even in maybe spreading the seeds in this series, and then maybe Mandalorian 3, where, okay, Mando might have to deal with Boba Fett at some point, because now Boba Fett's getting a little bit a little bit too more power-hungry than he normally is. That could have been an interesting dichotomy than everybody kind of being friends at the moment, you know. I mean, I think I think there's a lot too much friends. I think you got to also build up a lot of your villains, too. I think villains yeah. have... Because, again, villains, I think, have just as much as compelling stories as just as your, as your protagonists right now. And I, I think people love a good anti-hero, too. People love to root for a good anti-hero, and I think they kind of missed it out with Boba Fett. Yeah. It, they, they could have... Easily, did we need the pikes? No. Did did the pikes need to be the the adversary, or could I mean, we have, like, could we've I, just done it with one of the other families and kept it? Keep it within the family. Keep it closer to home. Something that you know more direct. You know, it's one of the other syndicates, or even you. the mayor. I think that would have been been a, a fantastic. I would have direction. The, mayor. the yeah. mayor is bringing in these bounty hunters to get rid of both. He brings in Blacker Santa. He bring or we could have had actually the huts bring in Blacker Santa because I think that that was great. Um, kept that line, kept that angle of the story. But the mayor's the one that brought in Cad Bane. Bring mm-hmm. him in earlier, like episode four, and. You know, and work the story that way. Yeah. They, uh, like the mayor should have been like, like, like corrupt in, in the sense. Well, that, he like, was corrupt, ruled, but he wasn't around. corrupt enough. He, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like he wasn't like, like he, he wasn't was a wimpy really, corrupt. He wasn't really throwing around his muscle to a point that where Boba Fett be ruthless and go after the mayor, and then he takes out the mayor and is like, now I'm like I'm the baddest BS here in tattooing situation like i think that would have made a very interesting character that again could have flowed back into the mandalorian oscar because now we have to deal with all kind of oh right now we have to deal with this now we got to deal with boba fett on the side right now who's who's starting to gain a lot of power that could have been very interesting for series moving on moving ahead and i you know and we don't get the rest of the families we don't get the heads of the families until episode four Right, and then we're and off world like at that point. Kind of, it was like, oh, yeah. the huts, the huts are a threat. No, they're not. We're just, gonna, you know what? We, we even, even the huts got bored with the episode, the show, and decided. This isn't we, what we, we signed will up for. You for the crime, we are the, we are the rightful heirs. Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> you can have it. Good you luck, guys buddy. Flashbacks. That's not. This place is gone. Yeah. Um, the huts gave up and and decided to. But uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned, uh, you know, posing the question to you guys, are we running into a Marvel issue with these series now? I kind of I kind of have a slight fear about Obi-Wan now because I do keep asking myself, yeah. you know, do do we need to tell the story of what happens on Obi to Obi-Wan on Tatooine? Yeah. We know where Obi-Wan is supposed to be. We know what Obi-Wan is supposed to be doing. I kind of like the idea of Obi-Wan really just kind of sitting in a hut for 15 years yeah, or 10 years, whatever it is, wait 15 years, I think waiting for, you know, and then, and then finally coming into contact with Luke and being like, Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe it's time. This is a project that they've been working on since solo. Right. This was going to be the follow-up movie to solo. And then when solo didn't uh, grow legs initially, 
they they canned it, and that's when they canned all the one-offs um, movies. So this is something, and Ewan McGregor himself has been championing this. He's the one that came, who brought the idea to Lucas at and that it's, time. It's tough because I I love I like Ewan McGregor as an actor. One and two, I love Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. He does a fantastic job. He's really really fantastic in the role. Yeah, but I'm so nervous about watching. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think there's a story there that needs to be told. Yeah. The story, if there is a story there that needs to be told, they already, spoiler alert, radar, they already told that on on Rebels. Yeah. Uh, but they're not, they're not going to. They're going past Rebels. There's so not this much is, time past Rebels. Yeah. This is this is. Oh yeah, Rebels. Sorry, Rebels. I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking um Clone Wars. That's what I'm sorry. This yeah, is no. Past they, Clone they, Wars. they tell they yeah. tell uh, the the only thing that needs to be paid off is the final confrontation between Obi Wan and Darth Maul, and, and they do that in an episode of Rebels. They do it beautifully in an episode of Rebels. And uh, did I remember? I think they covered this in the comic books too that they've already squared off a couple of times even yeah. past then. So. Unless they're going to be digging from those books to borrow from that, again, for general audiences that's watched it, I think that's totally fine. I think that's a bigger issue right now for a lot of these series is just these series are starting off way too slow. Like, like yeah. again, they gotta, like, they gotta get people hooked, line and sinker quick. Otherwise, it's a situation. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem. And like you said, I think you're starting to see, you're experiencing that. It's the Star Wars and in the Marvel shows right now and Disney right now, where I think they're relying way too much on 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 fan. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, fan service. Fan service to yeah. kind of get them through a lot of these episodes and not focus on them building compelling characters that I want to come back and watch right now. Because like right. I said, there's a lot of that plot. There's very little plots to a lot of these shows at the moment, and yeah, it is. So I am a little bit concerned. The more that I talk about it with you guys, I am starting to get a little bit concerned about the Obi Wan situation right now. They gotta get up. They gotta. Yeah, I think Ahsoka, there's a story Ahsoka, there to be told. Ahsoka actually has a story that they set up in Rebels, right? And that's- so I'm not afraid for Ahsoka, but I hope so. And not just Again. that, you're not trying to shoehorn it in between mm-hmm. other two stories. This is Ahsoka now several years on from from Rebels and stuff. I am gonna pause pa- throw this question out here in the universe. Um Matt, you brought this up at one point that I I, th- uh, I think it was you that they were looking to cast an Ezra character. And it's ca- and he and he is cast. Yeah. What's to stop him from actually showing up in Kenobi? We're assuming it's going to uh, be Ahsoka. Is that no? Because he's like six years older. Yeah. Okay. And also, and also, because they've already, they've told that story. Watch Rebels. Yes. I'll go watch Bad Batch. You go watch Rebels. All right. And uh, you, know, you have and, a, I have a lot more episodes than you do. And, and to jump back onto the uh, the Ahsoka series again, I think people are so confident with that because again, it, it's not it's coming. Again, I think it's coming from from. Again, diehard Star Wars fans that have watched previous episodes, you know what to expect moving in. Coming right, from a guy lot who has more not watched any, who doesn't. Again, I I know a little bit of Ahsoka, but not enough that I don't know her back series. Again, again, 
Disney Plus has a lot of general audiences that you have to try to bring in. They may not go back and watch the cartoons. They may not go back and watch the animated stuff. So there's a delicate balance that you have to be able to hook in with Ahsoka as well. They, they all kind of fall into that same trap right now that Disney has to be careful of. The one thing with Ahsoka is that they're because she is from this series, and actually two series, that there is so much more of that character that's been established to to draw upon and move forward. Yeah. Where I think we're fed, not necessarily fails, she's, but she's struggles. Got more, she's had more of a growth and, and a character arc. Yeah. Probably almost more than almost any other Star Wars character. She's got an incredible yeah. arc yeah, to has, her. Which is why it's... Yeah. And then she comes in in season two in Rebels, and then you have and to she's got this go and she's that. got this tie to Anakin. Yeah. Again, and I agree again, but you guys are speaking as diehard Star Wars fans right, right, that right, follow yeah, her right. up to this but point. You've got to think about the general audience right now, who's general who's watching this stuff, may you? not know scrap about Ahsoka. So if you're going into that series with the same pacing that you're doing right now with Boba Fett, people may be turned off by this character. Granted, she's been introduced already in The Mandalorian and now in Boba Fett. Like you have to be careful about the balance that they're introducing. Here's here's where I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna be cold and mean, which is. Disney already has your 70 bucks. Do they really need to cater to you? Well, I mean, they've got your money for your dis- Disney Plus dis- subscription. Do they really need to? Well, okay. yeah, because well, I, this is, this is what I will fight back a, a little bit. On, if yeah. I were a Disney executive, my response to you would be, it, Clone Wars is there. It's on Disney Plus. These are the episodes you need to watch. Yeah. You know, and I was actually going to spin it that way because if you go into the Star Wars um, portal, there is already a list of Ahsoka Essential episodes. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it, it's, you know, yes, we have your 70 bucks, but like you said, the way they're going to spin it is, well, we already have it here for you. You can go ahead and. And I think, and I Enjoy think Ahsoka, it. where where Boba Fett is aimed at people who have been Star Wars fans for forty years and love Boba Fett, Ahsoka is aimed at people who love. I, I don't, I don't think Ahsoka is aimed at the general public. I think yeah. Ahsoka really is aimed at fans of that character. Yeah, yeah. And it, so I, I guess where I, I will throw into your danger, is, is that going to be your danger enough? with Obi One is that Obi One more people do know. You're right, absolutely. More people do know who Obi One is, and they go, "Okay, Obi One Kenobi, cool. I'll I know who Obi One Kenobi is. I'll watch that." Wait, oh, it's you and McGregor back in the part. Who, and then all you start, your '90s you start kids start who grew up these, with the prequels, these Clone War characters. You know, if you do it with Obi One Kenobi, it's a little bit harder. But I yeah. think Ahsoka <laughs> is aimed squarely at. Awkward fans of ahsoka tano and fo- people who have followed people who are watching ahsoka are people who have been watching clone wars and rebels whereas people who have been watching oh who are looking at obi-wan or boba fett are people who know those characters from the movies and haven't watched clone yep. wars or rebels and that's that's yeah. your distinction and that's your difference and i agree to that and emily back me up here i would argue that ahsoka has become the most popular character in star wars Oh, I would, creation. Yeah, I, no, maybe not the most no. popular characters, but definitely. Well, I said arguably. Yeah, she's she's one of the yeah. 
like I said before, like I said a few minutes ago, she's she's got one of the stronger arcs in all of Star Wars. She's a fully developed character yeah. with with depth to her, and there's a lot of interesting stuff that you can do with her. I just really, I'm just really looking to see some of the characters from Rebels in live yeah. action, personally, because I'm. Well, we we've I, already we've had two, so we're we're going for two. Well, uh, oh, not well, well, one kind of from more actually from Clone Wars. Um, the one that's trying to get the black saber. Oh, uh, no, Bogaton, right? Yeah. yeah, I forgot about her. Okay, I'll give you two. So she, um, I, I knew of Ahsoka by name and recognition. You know, fizzy. I you could you know yeah. she's a very distinct looking character. So I knew who she was until last year. And then last year, when they released the 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 final episodes of Clone Wars, I I did a um, a pick through of essential Clone Wars episodes and and then watched the final season, and immediately fell in love with that character. I mean, she just yeah. she just yeah. pulled me in, and again skyrocketed to one of my if not you know my favorite one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I just can't get enough of her for. Whatever reason it is, she is such a fantastic, fantastic character. Her, I could justify a standalone series, multiple season series of her. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, we're, you know, we'll start bringing in more characters from the expanded universe, like Admiral Thrawn and, and all that, into the live action realm. Um, I, and I think that makes sense. These other ones, even Book of Boba Fett, is, you know, we know he's a popular character. We're going to give you a series. And they can't honestly say we have a, a substantial enough information or, or just a plot that w works great. We mm -hmm. just need something to fill the time between, you know, Series A and Series C. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not I think saying it's an awful series. I'm just saying. And I, the other thing going into Ahsoka is you have a built-in like sort of what we were saying earlier. We said, okay, what is Book of Boba Fett? If I asked you guys what you, if I had asked you guys eight weeks ago what each of the three of you thought Book of Boba Fett was going to be about, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this. Maybe it's about that. I don't know. I'd like. I know it would be sort mm -hmm. of what. You you would all your your answers would each be what you'd like to see in Boba Fett more yeah. than what the actual series is. If I ask you, and I can ask you guys right now, what do you what do you, this, I'll ask you as a little experiment? What do you guys think Obi Wan is about? Isaac, go. When I think about Obi Wan, like you know, basically <laughs> from what after the events of. Honestly, after the events of uh, episode three, I would just assume that this was a, just a a Jedi dude kind of wandering. The, honestly, I would think it was just a Jedi dude wandering the desert pretty pretty much, and and hopefully maybe protecting Luke in some form of way. That would be my general honest because that's my only thing that I kind of remember. And maybe maybe him just kind of hiding from everybody and maybe doing small odd jobs until you know. The, the 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 events of uh of of Anakin kind of pops up or Dark Maul part 
par- pops up, but I would think it's just like kind of one of the last Jedi, just kind of ha- hiding out, doing like small, almost kind of like the Jack Richard of the of the series, kind of doing here odd jobs until like a guy trying to run away from his past and not reveal himself to being a Jedi. It would be my my okay. guess based off the knowledge that I know um, of Obi Wan Kenobi. Know, all right, Radar, what do you think, uh, Matt? What do you? Th- okay, there's an, there we can chalk another one on the list of times I've called you Radar. <laughs> <laughs> I work so hard. I work so hard to not do that. I'm so sorry. You guys haven't gotten off track. Hey, yet. thanks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, what do you think? What do you think Obi Wan is about? He's a Disney character. Um, <laughs> now, yes. yes. <laughs> and Klinger is a princess. Yes, we know yes. this. Um, sure. Yeah, it, it's yeah. From my understanding. Of what I can piece together this thing's going to be. Is. After after episode three. uh, Revenge of the Sith. We got. Obi-Wan's now. Overseeing. From a distance. Luke's upbringing. And just kind of being a general guardian. Mm -hmm. In the meantime. There's other stuff going on. In the universe. With the rise of the Empire. And the the fall of the new Republic that he's going to end up somehow getting pulled into um, what and how, I mean, obviously he is a known person on Tatooine because people know, Oh yeah. The hermit old Ben crazy Ben. Yeah. Right. So basically what you've all told me is that Obi-Wan is going to be about old guy wandering the desert, which sounds like compelling television to me. Well, okay. if you look at the, the, poster that they just released that's what it was so i did <laughs> see someone wandering old man wandering so desert which so it animated that be the title old man wandering yeah. desert Subtitle. <laughs> on disney plus <laughs> kenobi the old <laughs> man who didn't we just desert. watch that season already didn't we already watch that season already in another show in yeah. bubble fat old <laughs> behind wandering desert did i have to read that book in high school I watched four episodes, dude. I watched four episodes of that already in Bubble Fat. Book of Fat. Hemingway. We're all sitting here saying Book of Fat is the slowest Disney <laughs> series ever, and Obi Wan's like, "Hold my blue milk." <laughs> okay, okay. Right, M's got M's got some. Go. Instead of an old man wandering the desert, it's an I want to see an old man playing with sand. Fair enough. Okay, now here's now here's the other thing. Okay, so that's that's Obi Wan. Here's why I'm more concerned. I'm I'm more uh about ahsoka and forgive me isaac i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of exclude you from this conversation for a second because i know that i I know the answer i'm gonna get from both of these two (laughs) emily and matt because i know uh, isaac because i know you said you haven't followed rebels or the animated stuff that much okay i got you all right matt and emily what what is ahsoka about what is ahsoka most likely going to be about you guys already know the answer yeah somewhat Uh, ladies first uh finding ezra right and and who's who's with him and thrawn so you already know so you already know your MacGuffin, and you already know your villain yeah you already have those things you already have a focus for this show i'm less worried about ahsoka like i said i think ahsoka is aimed squarely at the people who have been watching the animated stuff boba fett and obi-wan are kind of like well people you know you, you you go into it thinking well, I've seen Star Wars. I know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is. I know who Boba Fett is. And if you haven't seen those animated things, you know, but 
you know, like you said, Isaac, yeah, if you haven't seen those those animated things, it does it does exclude you from the party a little bit. Yeah. I think that's a problem that Disney has by and large, because, Matt, you and I talked about this uh, not on the show, but privately we talked about this um, with when they did the Muppets Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Was it? I didn't. I, I and I love the Muppets. I'm sitting here, literally looking at a shelf full of Muppet action figures. I'm in my puppet building workshop. I grew up with the Muppets. I adore the Muppets. I met Jim Henson when I was six years old. Uh, you know, I I absolutely love the Muppets. I didn't care much for Muppet Haunted Mansion because I'm not a Haunted Mansion fan. I I'm, yeah. I, I don't go to the Disney parks, and a lot of the gags and a lot of the ideas part of, yeah. that were part of haunt that were part of the Muppet Haunted Mansion were lost on me because I haven't been on the Haunted Mansion in 2005 was the last time I was in Disney. So uh, it was, it was 16 years in between because it was about six, because it was just after Christmas 2005 was the last time I was in Disney. Holy and I couldn't, even, I think I might've written the Haunted Mansion then maybe. Holy so God. if I, if I hadn't, then it's you're talking twenty years and no, about fifteen years since I've been on the haunted mansion. I don't remember anything of it. There you go. I've, we've jumped topic another time. There, ah, here's another okay. one for you. Well, he, he, here's what you know. I know you guys excluded me out uh, of the Oscar, right. and, and I'm I'm totally fine with that. But here's, that, but he, here's where here's where I'll throw something at you guys. It's funny but, because the same company that that does Star Wars that I feel like is struggling with these characters. It's the same company that was able to introduce us to the MCU. Remember, there were a lot of characters we did not know a lot about. I mean, generally, as good geeks that we are, we knew, but the general audiences really didn't know about Ant-Man or Black Panther uh-huh. or a lot of those cats a little bit. And we're able to set up these really great stories to be able to kind of introduce us. So so I feel like it's weird with Disney, they were able to kind of figure out with MCU and with maybe with... With Star Wars, they're seeming to have a bit of an issue with. I don't I, know, Matt, gonna, I can gonna, see gonna, you're ready I'm to jump s- on this. You go ahead and then go I'll ahead. Go ahead and, yeah. No, you. Disney, you first. Disney didn't do that. Yeah. Disney didn't do that. No, they didn't. No. Marvel did that. Marvel was doing. Disney bought Marvel. Well, yes. Marvel that, was yeah. doing that. Yeah. Because Disney had no idea, and then Marvel's Marvel took what was really at the time a C-list character, which was Iron Man. Uh, oh, Iron yeah. Man really wasn't selling comics. He really wasn't a character they were pushing. And then he became a blockbuster. And it became movie. it became huge. It became huge. And then they threw that yeah. little scene in at the end where uh, Sam Jackson walks in as Nick Fury and goes, "What do you know about the Avengers Initiative?" And you're like, "Oh, oh, this is a there's a bigger thing." And then suddenly, Robert Downey Jr. walks into uh, that's the, that scene at the end of Hulk sticks yeah. down with Ross and goes, we're putting a team together. Um, sorry, I don't do a, I don't do a Tony Stark impression, that's but he goes, fine. he says, we're, we're putting a team together. What do you mean? What do you mean? We, I don't do a Thunderbolt Ross that's either. Fine. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop doing voices now. The I'll point stop is. Doing... <laughs> Let me just do the rest of this as Fozzie Bear. Um, look, no, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, no, I, I forgotten what I was Fozzie saying. Bear. Yeah, but no, but I mean that was Marvel who was doing that, and Disney realized like, oh, we can capitalize on this. There's money to be made here, and that's when Disney purchased Marvel. Disney, yeah. here's the thing: I, I have a few friends who have worked with Disney and have worked for Disney. And I have a friend of mine told me this years ago. He was literally in a meeting with Disney executives, and one of this Disney executive looked at him and said, "I'm sorry, we're not a creative company." Oh. I mean, it's, they are 
I'm not shocked. Job. They're 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 a marketing company, not a creative company. That's and that's become the problem with Disney is it's not you know it's and it's tough. Now the good thing there is a little bit of symmetry there is that you have the one the one person we can uh, uh, credit there was John Favreau. Yeah. who was the director yeah. of Iron Man. He was the one who put all that together. The man is himself a huge geek and clearly <laughs> clearly loves the stuff, loves Marvel, knows Marvel, and was able to have input there, loves Star Wars, uh, knows Star Wars, and is able to have, you know, he's he, he is both in Marvel and in Star Wars, he is on the same level as Dave Filoni in terms of his knowledge and his love yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's a little disappointing that he's given us Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And the, the Boba Fett came from the two of them. But I want to jump the conversation sideways to something because I did read this the other day and I thought it was interesting. And I, I will say this for Boba Fett. Um, while I complain about the the this idea that, like, oh, they didn't need to do all that stuff with the Tuscan Raiders. I guess from a from a from a cultural warrior standpoint, um, you do humanize yeah. peoples yes mm-hmm. which whereas in the past the the tuscan raiders have always been these kind of the ideas they're they're the native people of tatooine and they're seen they've always been painted as savages and killer brutal killers and they 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 kill they kidnap anakin's mother and they kill her and they shoot at the pod race uh the the pod races for no reason at all yeah. and they beat the daylights out of luke for no <laughs> reason at all and and a little bit in Mandalorian, but more in here in Boba Fett, you do see them as a tribe of people who are surviving yeah. and how they survive, they, survive. they do to yeah. survive. And and so it does, you know, it doesn't marginal, it, it does a very good job of unmarginalizing, uh, you know, native native individuals and, and native tribes. So I, I just, points to, as a, like from a cultural warrior standpoint, you know, points to Boba Fett for that. It, and it wasn't that the dance more um, akin to a New Zealand dance. Even the weapon was more, yeah. Yeah, more yeah, yeah. Really, um, back of New Haka. Zealand weaponry, right? The, yeah. the New Zealand oh, the, is that what? No, no, no there's, there's something. The dance is called. It's a, it's a haka dance. It's yeah, a haka. The, the yeah, warrior it, dance. It's a warrior dance. Like, it's a haka, which is a badass dance. Kind of um, that. That fighting style that is dance and fighting style. It's I, you know you're, you're doing this dance, but there's all of this fighting martial arts that is in yeah, there. Yeah, you Copora, Copora from Brazil. Uh, from Brazil. Maybe is that's that what, what I'm thinking of. You're probably thinking but that. You're, no, you're um, right. You're right. There's an Australian. There's an Australian thing that's very similar as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, I I just I just noticed like when I when you were talking about the humanizing part, I was I was kind of focused on the dancing element of it. I was like, okay, yeah, that's interesting yeah. that we're able to again part of the idea of bringing culture and humanizing them. I thought that was a really cool part that, about that. that. So I, well, yeah. I gripe about it being an extraordinarily slow the thing that slowed down this series. As I said, from a culture warrior standpoint, points to Boba Fett for that. That's that yeah. is a good thing that they they did. Yeah. Well, and I, I'll back that but up. That saying, doesn't make up. Well, I was gonna say, well, should, uh, uh, Cad Bane's hat is still too small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the hat, I was gonna. What do you think of these? What do you think of these? Um, because they've been doing more and more of these with Mandalorian. The, these cameos that are like the the character actor cameos 
the kind of Amy Sedaris and Danny Trejo and that kind of these guys kind of coming in and sort of horning in on our Star Wars. What do you guys think of that? Because I have very mixed feelings about it. And Jennifer um, Beals. Jennifer, Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer Beals. No, but but Jennifer Beals was, uh, which is funny, the woman for Flash. Yeah, she was more. I mean, she was more episodes. So she she at least had something to do. She, it's not like she had a purpose. And it's not like Danny Trejo just popped up for one episode and bounced. You know. Yeah. I mean, um, she did blow up the screen, but you know, yeah, she, yeah, she um, had a. I mean, I don't, I I don't I, really I, have it. I don't really have an issue with it. Again, uh, just because, like, if if. If you're into the series, and I know a lot of them are like friends with a lot, like Rod, like Rod didn't Rodriguez direct an episode? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, part of a couple of episodes. So I know they're all kind of all they're all buddy it's buddies. Of, well, they're all buddy buddies together. So to me, that really didn't bother me in terms right. of if they're gonna pop up. I mean, if you know, like I said, like Jennifer Bill, like I said, Jennifer Bill's character Lise um, had some lines in it and had some status into it granted it wasn't as great as you want but she was at least a part of the storytelling of boba fett and so, this is nothing man, new either you know it's not that right. big you know. they, they, they would they did this in the movies as well where you know the you had other people you know friends of friends or whatever george lucas or whoever would be in, yeah would would right. show up well, somewhere and, and one, of the, one of the great ones to to jump topics a little bit uh one of the great ones to come out of the marvel universe was that paul bettany voiced jarvis as a as a favor to john favreau yep john favreau's like oh i'm doing this movie why don't you come come voice this character for me and it was you know what was a, a half day voiceover job mm -hmm. it was turned into this 10-year acting <laughs> job but i think i think the thing that Jen, I, the one that it's amy sedaris and there are a few others that i've seen i think the difference with jennifer beals is that Jennifer Beals is not a comedian. She's an actress. And mm -hmm. so she comes in and she just plays the part. Whereas Amy Sedaris is a comedian and you can see her being funny and being a character and trying to be a character and trying to be funny. And that kind of, that style of comedy really bothers me. I see it, really? it all too frequently and all too often. It's funny because like you like and you have like guest actors like uh, Bill Bird who I thought nailed it out of the park was Mandalorian especially right, that again scene, and, was, was beautiful was which was, yeah. I thought was fantastic you know right. and he's a comedian he was right. able he was able to get real serious and really I thought that was one of the better parts of that uh, that season right and I don't think he didn't bother me because again not a comedian an actor playing a character right I have a problem with when you when they bring in comedians mm -hmm. to play these these. Look at me! I'm a comic character in Star Wars, and it's Ooh. almost kind of winking at the camera that, like Ricky Gervais, does that a lot. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Thank well, God well, that they haven't hit Star Wars yet, but I think it's a matter of time. Mm. Where it's that sort of wink at the camera, and I see Amy Sedaris very aware of the fact that she's like, I'm being a funny character with in funny the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she didn't bother me a lot. I mean, the only reason why she didn't bother me a lot because again, she was already introduced in in the Mandalorian, right. and they well, already she bothered me on the Mandalorian too. Oh, she did. Okay. And I hate, and I, I hate to say it because yeah. it makes it sound like I don't I don't want to make it sound like I don't like female comedians. I do like female comedians. It's it's male comedians who do this as well. Mm. Like I said, Ricky Gervais is another one. Uh, Jim Carrey a little bit. He's gotten a little bit better over the years, where it, they're very aware of like I'm a comedian and I'm on camera, yeah. and therefore I need to be doing something funny. That that sort of style of comedy really kind of bothers me. Yeah. Well, I, me both, I, I feel like there was another one in Mandalorian that did that. I can't remember who it was. 
I can't remember now, but yeah, Amy, the Amy Sedaris character just bothers me. Yeah, right, I, I'm, um, I'm sorry. That was my mild rant. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, but yeah, I mean, you pointed out that Matt Barry voiced the, the, uh, the droid. Matt Barry didn't bother me. Cause, well, because Matt Barry is a voice actor. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't this kind of like, look at me, I'm Matt Barry in a show. You know, he was he was doing and uh, Richard Ayoade, who's another comedic actor, uh, British comedic actor, was the voice of Zero in Mandalorian. And he was fantastic. Like, I, I heard it. And I realized it, it took me. I think it was halfway through the episode. I realized who he was. I went, oh, oh, it's Richard Ayoade. And I fell in love with the character almost immediately just because it was Richard Ayoade and his abilities and comic abilities were used very well in mm-hmm. in. Uh, in in Mandalorian. And you take um, Watiti as the IG eleven. Yes, yeah, I I didn't even know that Taika Oh, there's that see, he's another one. He, there there you go. He was in, in Thor. I felt he was very like, look at me, I'm on camera being funny. Yeah. Um in fact I felt like all of Thor was look at me, look at us, we're on camera being funny. Um Somebody told Chris Hemsworth he could do comedy, which was he was very funny when he didn't know he could do comedy. And then when he realized he could do comedy, it ruined him. Um, <laughs> well, that's how they made Airplane. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, was, oh, see, now we're I'm not I'm not falling into your trap, Matt Greg, and I'm not <laughs> jumping off topic. Um, um, yes, please, Isaac. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, no, obviously, I was actually going to go back and answer Isaac's question about um Disney being the ones that had put out Marvel, like Matt said, mm-hmm. Marvel put out Marvel. Um, another difference, I think, between the two, that Marvel is introducing characters that have not been in a live-action setting before and starting them from point A and moving them forward. And I think this is where we had a problem with Black Widow. Black Widow was one that actually took a step backwards. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I think, part of the reason why it didn't really sit with me. Everything else was pushing the world for the universe. <laughs> there, uh, were, there were no stakes. But I, I think where 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 and and I agree, man. I think where what I was trying to come come with the Marvel angle was, again, we're all hardcore hardcore people know the characters, whether that was from Marvel or Disney. However. Even if, if if you want to give the credit to Marvel and able to establish whoever you want to give the credit to be able to pull off the MCU, I I don't think that's where my argument. I, I think they were able to work together to take characters that we know the hardcore, well-established geek community that follow those, and were able to figure a way to translate it to a bigger general audience that may not have the knowledge base that we have developed for such characters. That's where the argument I was trying to go with, where I feel like within the same boat, they were able to figure out with Marvel, I feel like they're struggling a little bit with Star Wars in trying to figure out that same magic. I feel like they were trying to figure out that same balance. I, I, I guess where I'm figuring, I feel like it, it, it's working because I feel like there's a little bit of crossover with some of the teams that were able to do it with MCU but I feel like they haven't really gotten their footing down with the Star Wars universe. See, That's I, where I was trying to go with that. Well, there, but there's a precedence to that. And, and this is, I think, exactly to your point exactly. Um, as comic book fans, we are used to getting the characters reintroduced to us in either different mediums or even within 
the comic book form every so often. Right. Every so often, the X-Men reinvent themselves and you get a new start over. And so we're used to getting a new, okay, all right, so this is the new chunk of it and this is how the story is going to go. So getting that in the movies was old hat because you watching the, you know, reading X-Men comics and then you watch the X-Men animated series and then you got the X-Men movie. We recognize them as three different things. So in our head, it's already built in. This is just a restart. You've never had that in Star Wars. And now you're taking established characters and trying to figure out how do we move forward? Because basically for Marvel, it's but is it the same character, but it, it's, it's the same name, but it's a new character. Character, and, right. You're, you're reintroducing Hawkeye. You're reintroducing Black Widow. You're reinventing captain america right the other thing, though that i'm finding is and i've said this a couple times here on the show is that i marvel has been around 10 years and it's starting to lose its luster for me yeah. for that same problem it's getting too bogged down in you know i i kind of want the marvel movies and the marvel shows to go away for a little while it's too much for me and i do feel that same kind of like i have to remember you know, I, I I know Baron Zemo was in a movie and he did something in the movie, but I haven't watched that movie in forever. And now I've got to remember exactly what happened to Baron Zemo when he shows up. It's a lot. In yeah. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. Is Star Wars now starting to suffer from that? Yeah. And I, I mean, and that's and comic books themselves also always kind of suffer for that. You know, the only thing yeah. is in the, in the comic books, there's always that little that always that, that little footnote in the bottom corner that says, you know, Go back uh, to so see, that thing where right yeah. issues thirty seven from says something to Iron Man about that time we were in that thing and then it says in that down in the lower left hand corner you know read Iron Man way back in Iron Man issue number forty two <gasps> to remind you oh and at least that gives you the the starting point of, I've got to go back and find issue number forty two of Iron Man you don't have that you just yeah. have the reference to remember that time you and I did that thing and you're like wait wait the, wait what is it, huh? You know, there, there's more that you need oh, to know so. the story. Yeah. And I, so, I mean, so I, I'm kind of, there's a, I think there's a period, I think it's coming up soon. I think we're even starting to feel it a little bit where yeah. Marvel, I think Marvel's going to be the first, Marvel's going to implode a little bit. I think Star Wars is too. You know, there's a part where, there's a point where the characters do need to go away for just a little bit, just a little while. They need to take a bit of a rest. Um, I think we're all coming to, like, I feel like even though we had a little bit different points, I do feel like we're all starting to come almost to the to the same conclusion that there's a lot that we have, that you, if you really want to get the best out of these characters, there's a lot that you may have to invest going back. And that's right. what I said before, is Star Wars suffering from the, the Marvel yeah. syndrome. It's like, oh... I want to jump in and, and watch Endgame. All right, so you have to watch these yeah. 25 <laughs> other movies. No, we watched, we did that. That happened to us well, we last did. year or two years ago. There was one of the movies, I think I showed you Civil War. You and I were watching Civil War. Right. And the number of times during the movie where I had to stop and go, oh, right, you have to know this thing happened in uh, Iron Man, th uh, not Iron Man 3, does nothing happen in Iron Man 3. But <laughs> Uh, oh, you have to know that this thing happened in this Thor movie. Oh, you need to know that this thing happened in this yeah. movie. Oh, you've got to know, you know, like the number of times I had to stop and explain to you. I don't remember that. Yeah, there was one. We we watched, I think there were a couple of them. And I just, I found like, I said, oh, the only thing you have to need to know going into this one is this. And we got into the movie and I was like, oh, no, wait, we also needed to see this one, this one, this one, and this one. <laughs> yeah. There are like four other Marvel movies I was supposed to show you. 
Yeah, we've watched I, I don't remember them it was, all out of order. I don't remember if it was Civil War or Ant-Man, I think maybe even both of them, where mm-hmm. I just had to explain, like, so much to you. And it was like, you know what? If I... Yeah, if I were not. if I were walking you you can't just walk in and watch Civil War you need yeah. to go in you can't just walk in and watch Endgame that's, and that's an issue you know, yeah yeah you you need to go back and you need to, you need to see Iron Man you know one two and three and Avengers one and two and mm. you know what what homework do I need to do before I can watch WandaVision what homework do I need to do before I can watch uh Winter Soldier and Falcon what homework yeah. do I need to do actually I think one of the reasons I liked Hawkeye I didn't need. I needed to see Avengers. That's it. One. And that was it. And, was and, it. and yeah. one part. Of, and the, th- the thing in Avengers that I needed to see, they showed me right at the beginning. That's they it. spelled that out for me right at the beginning. You mentioned Cobra Kai earlier. Yeah. And I think that's a good example because I said that to somebody. I said I want to watch Cobra Kai, but I haven't seen because I've heard great things about it. I haven't seen Karate Kid in probably 25 years. Yeah. Probably even longer. Probably closer to like 30 years. I haven't seen Karate Kid in 30 years. Do I need to rewatch the movie? And somebody said, eh, it wouldn't hurt to watch it, but anything that you need to know, they give the, you. They spell the that out for you. They, they, I, as you said, they flash back to the movie itself. They give you those flashbacks mm-hmm. to, to sort of guide you along. And mm-hmm. I think there is a, yeah, Marvel, very much with Marvel and a little bit with Star Wars, you need to, <laughs> I said earlier at the top of the show, I, it's insulting to us that they need to hold our hand, and yet I feel yeah. like we're being held. It's it's. I feel like I'm being. They're holding my hand while I'm on the sidewalk, and then letting me run across the sh- run across the highway by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're not wrong. I think no. And, you know, and like, no, and Matt, and it's, it's. I think that's where we're all trying to get. I think there's a delicate balance that has to be walked in the line yeah. in order to please your hardcore people that have invested in your material but in the same realm still be able to introduce people that they're not left out of the dirt you know right 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 it, it's a delicate it, it's a it's a it's a difficult it's a fine line they have to walk now with with a lot of these shows as if they're going to continue to build these universes where there's a lot of backtracking that you have to do yeah. and, and maybe like you said like you like you said Matt you know this is the reason why you bought Disney Plus. So maybe when you 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 take that time to go watch it, maybe you hop into that series though. Again, I, I don't know if that's the strat if, if that is the strategy. I, I, I'm gonna, it, I'm yeah. gonna throw that back to you a little bit. I have a friend who doesn't watch Clone Wars, who's mm-hmm. said he's tried to watch what? Clone Wars. He doesn't want the, he doesn't like the animation style. He can't get past the animation style. I, love and that's, animation. I believe it. Ah, I'm a little in on it myself, to be honest. I can get I it, I it got better as the show went enough, on. I can, I can get over it, but yeah, it it took me a little while to warm up to I, it. I grew up. Fair enough, but he he does not like the animation style and cannot stand the animation oh. style. And I can almost guarantee you that he got to Cad Bane and was as you said Isaac left out in the cold. Not, and not because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't. He has a he has his own reason for not watching Clone Wars. Not that he's never gotten to it. He literally just doesn't have. He can't watch it. He can't sit through it. And and I feel like there there could be a lot of other audiences that want to get into Ahsoka. How great of a character it is. But then if you like you said how you were doing with your daughter, if I got to explain to you, there's a lot of backstory that you really need to get into to really actually, invest in that character. On Ahsoka, no. she explains more to me. Yeah. Than <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Or, 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 you know what? 
I, I apologize. If your daughter has to sit there and explain the backstory to get into Wait, that, that character, that might be a little bit uh, a little bit um, overwhelming for a person that really wants to get into that series. That happened here on the podcast. Yeah. We got to we, the three of us were talking when she was on Last Mandalorian. Time I was here. Yeah. We, we were about talking that. about something. We were talking about something, and we got to some. Matt, go, Matt turns to me and goes, "So what? What is this all about?" And I went. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Emily, oh, you're on. Yeah, and you you rattled it right off. Actually, that well, that was why I had you on because yeah. Matt called me and said, "You know more about you know more about Ahsoka than I do. You want to come on the show?" And I went, "I know nothing about Ahsoka." <laughs> Can I bring Emily with? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> this is back on episode 111. That, yes, yeah, a nice 11. shameless plug. Yep, absolutely. I, I think. No, um, but yeah, uh, you know, it, it's going to be very interesting. Um, I, I think we, we got to try to wrap this up in terms yeah. of what we think. So yeah. I think overall, I, I guess in terms of overall, if, if we, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a number grading, you know, out of one in 10. And, you know, can, also. Can I, ask, can, I ask, can I ask a quick question first? Of course, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you guys don't have, did you guys, did any of you have a favorite, favorite episode real quick? Yes. Episode six. Yeah, I, had, I knew that was coming. <laughs> episode six. Um, you know what? I w- I would go episode five. I okay. was just because of how it was stylically. It was what I was hoping that the book of, of Boba Fett would have been stylically even shot though, in the way. Even it was more about Mandalorian. Even yeah, sadly, yeah, <coughs> yeah. No, but I I agree. It had nothing I, to do with Boba with Fett. I, I agree with you that five was what I was expecting. Only I was expecting it to be with Boba Fett, not Mandalorian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Matt, get your favorite. Um, I'm I'm going with Emily on this one six. Um, I I think out of all of them, it gave a strange enough not about Boba Fett, but it gave us the most story in the yeah. way that it was presented, it, and it gifted it was gifted us with so much everything in the the way that it was shot, in the way that it was presented. Um, it was more like a a shortened instead of a three hour Star Wars movie, a, a 47 minute Star Wars movie, but it it moved the pacing was fantastic the 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 amount of story and exposition just everything that they presented and then linking so much in the universe together in this one episode um was just brilliantly done and just i I could easily go back and watch that one over and over again i like i see for me it's a toss-up between i guess i'm gonna go i'm gonna lean towards seven just because it actually had boba fett in it um (laughs) yeah i liked that but i i liked i liked six i felt was very sort of fan service i really want one of those i really want one of those dog droids that build things yeah i want one of those they're called androids so badly i don't it doesn't even have to be a like a toy one like a remote control one would be fun one that actually did go. One that actually did go out and did my yard work for me would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's how you had children. Yes. You know what? Uh, you know, it, it, it's funny that you brought that up. Um, <laughs> it, um, during the, you know, during during Boba Fett, they always kept on showing this um, spider droid that kept going back with like that red ball in it. Oh yeah, kept, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, and I and whoever is Disney's, Disney's really a marketing company. Wouldn't it be great to maybe team up with an alcohol a company <laughs> with that? You sell that to me? I'm going to buy that. That's 
it's not where I thought you were going to go with that. Oh, no? <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking about. I'm thinking, like, dude, man, maybe if there was bourbon in that, it was a little, you pour that out, that looking great, dude. And then, 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 then it's a centerpiece. I was like, dude, I'm, I might jump on that. I mean, this that's is how I got my first you know, time. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about possibly a cool remote-controlled toy, something I can open up on Christmas morning. Oh, really? And Isaac's like, we can put alcohol in that. <laughs> this is what brings just, me my beer at night. That's what it's like, instead of <laughs> blood or whatever that is, he's like, yo, this is like bourbon or Hennessy. You take that out, you try to pour that in. He's like, that's great. <laughs> can, I, can I ask? I got, I got one more question for you, and this is a sort of fan service question. Yeah. Uh, what do you all think, Max Rebo, uh, alive, dead, or just on Broadway? Just on Broadway. Um, I'll go Broadway. Because, I'll, I'll... Because Isaac I, doesn't even get the joke he's going. I don't even get the joke, but I'll do Broadway. I apologize to everybody. That was an in-joke between Matt and I from like 20 years ago. Oh, God. Um, uh, sorry. But but the thing is, that Max Rebo, I thought we see Max Rebo on the sail, on the sail barge. Yes. Sail barge explodes. Yes. Max Rebo shows up again. In the club, and they and they uh, they address him as Max. I I think it's always assumed that it's Max Rebo, and then the club blows up. So uh, my um, question to all of you: Do you think Max Rebo is still alive? No, I think out that there? was Max Rebo Jr. You think it was okay? You think it was Max Rebo's son, or that like maybe, <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe Max is like a first name in maybe. his to his people. Maybe Max oh, is like yeah. a first name to his people, and it's just as common as like Johnson or Smith, only yeah. in his people, like he's like Smith yeah. Rebo. <laughs> All right, so you think you think that's not Max Rebo, but his Max, Max Rebo Jr. What do you guys think, Max Rebo, alive or dead? Alive. Oh, you think alive. he's still alive? I think he's kicking it. He's still kicking he's it. Kicking. Okay. He kicked the bucket. He kicked the bucket. He kicked the bucket. I said kicking it. She can't kick the bucket. Yeah, we, we, we've had characters get out of far worse. Yeah. And Darth Maul. See, well, we'll we'll know when Disney Plus introduces. Book of Max Rebo. <laughs> the Max Rebo series. The Max Rebo series. I'm waiting for On tour. That, would, that actually would be cool. A, a Max Size Noodles and the Max Rebo Band TV series. I would actually watch that. That would be kind of fun, yeah. I think. All right. Um, Sorry, so we had a real question here. Are we, yeah. rating, the, are we rating the series now? Let's yeah. rate the series. Rate the series. Okay, and then shut this thing down. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Um, I think overall, uh, I think Boba Fett, in my opinion, and whew, if if you were to just take out five and six, which clearly seems to be our better episodes, if you were to just add those, I give it a four. I, I give it a four. I just think there was left to be four out was of a four out of ten. Okay. I, I think it was. I think it it just there was too much left in the table. Not enough character development built around the, the characters that were introduced and it just left a lot on the table so i i, I was very disappointed with the boba fett series overall emily you go what do you emily? think out of, out of 10 well, stars I, I guess i graded each one individually and oh, then Lord. averaged it <laughs> uh, because okay. he is your daughter <laughs> that's smart actually oh, no, that's yeah. fair that's fair Randy. Up the uh, what you were decimal, doing on your calculator. The decimal that I got, um, I gave it a five out of ten. No, go give, give the oh. full, read the full number there because I okay. love. Okay, four point <laughs> seven one four two eight five seven one four two eight five seven one four. <laughs> out of ten. Out of ten. Out of ten. Ten point oh. Could have just rounded it up, but. It, <laughs> 
No death. No death. Oh, God. <laughs> Brilliant. I love you. <laughs> Guys, this is how we're doing. This is how we're rating all of the shows from now on. Oh, oh. oh Moon Knight, you're in for it. And then average them. Oh. It seems like Thing to do. Matt, go ahead, because I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> oh, God, that was funny. Uh, I, I'm going to be generous and give it the, the highest score so far, and probably all together. Um, I'll, I'll drop it at a seven. Um, oh, wow. mostly, the, mostly because of the back end of it. Five, wow. six, and seven. Gotcha. Interesting. It, it, it's, it really started off slow. It, it had me worried, but you know, those the back end of it really pulled the the whole thing along um you know episode five episode six episode seven again i thought was a, a great conclusion uh in, in pulling everyone together and the fact that they did it on world in the town good old-fashioned western showdown type of thing um i'm disappointed on how they treated campaign but i i could justify it because it's like how come you don't see him at any point in the future Though you wonder why you still haven't seen like Fennec Shannon and stuff like that. It but. was a story that needed to be told at some yeah. point. I just don't mm-hmm. think they. You're right. You and Emily are both right. They could have told that story just a little bit better. And Isaac's right. Without that, that was a place where I think. Yeah. They needed to hold your hand just a little bit more, or just to bring him in. Not even just. Not even speaking just for, as a fan of the character. Just as a telling this story you would you could have told a much better story if you had told the story of boba fett and pad bane yeah and i only got introduced to that character in um bad batch yeah so bad batch was my moment like who is this guy did a quick little research found out who he is and like okay and and move forward on there does have history with boba which would have been yeah i forgot about that yeah like hondo naka shows up in the millennium falcon smugglers run ride Okay, I, other than I, I know the brain Jim Cunning's voice is him. Don't know who he is. I want to see Hondo in live action so bad. No, no, no. You're seeing li- Hondo in front of you. <laughs> I know, but I want to see Hondo. Hondo needs to be in. I wanted to see Hondo in Book of Fett, Hondo honestly. Yeah. I was, and now friend. Isaac's going, who? who what's a Hondo Onaka? Hondo yeah. Onaka is a pirate. He's you awesome. You're He's absolutely awesome. Who's kind of a neutral. He captures Dooku, but then he also captures Anakin and Obi-Wan. He's, you, H- Hondo is always going to do whatever is in Hondo's best interest. Yeah. Hondo. What is this you talking about? I, I do whatever I need to do to get ready. And he's, and he's, I feel like Hondo talks in the third person. The way he, does. he does. Hondo he does. talks in third person. A name that sounds like Hondo sounds like a person who should talk in the third person. <laughs> Hondo, voiced brilliantly by Jim Cummings. For those who don't know, Darkwing oh. Duck. Uh, um, what else? Uh, Matt, tell me here. What else is Jim Cummings? Everything. Darkwing everything, Duck, everything. Winnie everything. the Pooh, Tigger. Yeah, there uh, you go. So the big ones. Those yeah. are the big ones. Every, I'm like literally. Monterey every, Jack. Every um, Disney series from the from the '90s, Disney cartoon series from the '90s, featured awesome. Jim Cummings at one point or other. Awesome. Right. Uh, from, oh, for gamer fans, what's the um, Minsk, Minsk and Boo? Yeah. Right um, from uh, Princess and the Frog. I mean, you name it, he he's somewhere in there. I can't um, so the we need we need your rating. You have to. You oh, have my to, rating? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it this. I think my my opinion of it hasn't changed from our original rating uh, when we talked about it four or five weeks ago. Uh, I'm gonna give it two spared Gamorrean guards out of ten stars. Wow. Yeah, I was upset about the Gamorrean guards at the end. 
And I think, yeah. and I think you can all, uh, you can decide however, whatever you think a spared Gamorrean guard is worth. However, you whatever star you think that counts. Uh, for Emily, apparently, it counts as two point three seven <laughs> four six eight two five. What's what's the square root of pi? Gamorrean. Uh, four, uh, Emily's got it on her calculator. Uh, there you go. For one five six. All right. Okay. Um, right. All right. All right. One final question for everybody. Okay. And we'll let Emmy start this off, Isaac, Matt, and then I'll finish it off. Your MVP character from the series. Oh. Wow. Who do you think is the most? Oh, come on. Oh, You're asking her what the best shush. character in the series was. I'm not going to be Go for it. Um, to keep people invested, I would say Mando and Grogu, but um, <coughs> I don't know. That's rough. Right. Wow. Yeah. But no, but I, I, I don't think you're yeah. wrong. People wouldn't have come back. You're not wrong. Grogu no, I think and people. And Luke. I think. Uh, have been more I think. I don't know what I think. I th- I don't think people wouldn't. Have, I, I would have come back even if Mandalorian hadn't been there. But the fact that I didn't get excited about the series until yeah. Mandalorian showed up. Yeah. That you're right. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Mandalorian was the, the suddenly more. Oh, this is suddenly a good show. Yeah. So you're not, yeah. you're not wrong. Isaac, your turn. You know, I, I think it's just the the, the fact that I, I might have to lean with you when, when Mando showed up is is a big glaring issue with the series in general. Um, you know, we can't really talk anybody outside of, of, of characters introduced in The Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I I would have to go with Mando when episode when he showed up in episode five and how how silently he shot. Yeah, I, I can't I can't go outside of that. Yeah. Every other character was so poorly underdeveloped. I, I I can't go by under that. You know. So yeah, Mando. My turn. Yep. I gotta. Oh man, this is this is tough for me because I actually gotta say one of my I realized one of my absolute all time favorite actors does appear in the series. And I'm so thrilled that he's now part of even just a footnote in Star Wars. Uh, For those who don't know, the brilliant Stephen Root, uh, who used to be Jimmy James on News Radio. He's a fantastic actor. It wasn't until I saw his name in the credits and I had to go back and go, wait, where was he? Oh, of course. He plays like the farmer who comes in and is like, I remember him. Yes. People in town, they don't respect you. Um, yep, yep, yep. I'm Water so fork. thrilled that he's. I'm so thrilled that he's now part of Star Wars, even if it's just a footnote. He's not my MVP, but I didn't need to shout him out. I love, uh, and I love the little again. I, I love the little robot things that build. I want one, but really, if I have <laughs> MVP, the robot things that build. But really, no. My my MVP. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Fennec. I think she was a good character. Yeah. And I there was also I know there was a thing I read a thing a few weeks ago where uh, Tamora Morrison was saying. He wanted he kept trying to like lift his lines onto her because he wanted to keep he was actually trying to fight to keep the sort of dirty Harry Clint Eastwood thing, the mystery of Mando. And he's like, No, I I talk too much, I talk too much. Fennec should say this, Fennec should say that. Yeah. And actually, and in the end, it was Fennec who kills the pikes and wins the day. She's really the hero of Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. We need to address funny. that. No, um, know, if if there were it, it's weird because I feel like if it was just the book of Boba Fett, remember, again, taking out those two episodes, I would agree with you. Fennec would have been my MVP. Right. And, also, and also, it was really cool to see Cad Bane. Yeah. And Cad Bane would have been my like other 
character. And, and I, I just always characters receiving. It was done. Cad Bane was done so well. It gives me hope to see some of the characters like Hondo Onaka and yeah. Zebarellius yeah. and, and some mm-hmm. of the some of the weirder looking animated characters. I'm kind of hopeful to see now moving forward. But really, my MVP for the series, I'm going to go with Fennec Shand. Yeah. Matt, your turn. Uh, I'm agreeing with you, Fennec Shand. Uh, she's it, it should have been the book of Fennec Shand because she's the one that made a lot of the the decisions, pushed Boba Fett forward. Um, I I absolutely love Ming Na Wen, so she's she's just a, a joy to always watch on on the screen she or had, hear her voice. We, we mention this every time is that she holds the Disney Triple Crown. Yeah. She yeah. is. She is uh, Fennec Shand. She is uh, Agent Agent May, and she is a Disney princess. She is the voice yeah. of Mulan. Yeah. So also, can I can I also throw in just a small caveat? Was um, I think was episode was it episode four where she where uh, Boba Fett finds him finds her in the desert and she has yep. to get repaired. Yeah. Yeah. When she gets repaired, notice the Asian kid that was uh, in in the corner. That's her son. Oh, nice. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's cool. I, 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 I jokingly said on um, uh, to someone else that in that episode, what bothered me was that so Boba Fett's across the desert. He sees the explosion. There is trouble. I must get there. So he immediately quickly jumps on the first <laughs> Fanta he sees and slowly gets there and <laughs> as quickly yeah. as possible. Silver! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Three days yeah. later. Oh, right. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Uh, yeah, time differences are a little weird in the show. But, yeah. <laughs> Panthers move a lot faster when cameras aren't in them in the desert. Yeah. Um, but that aside, Fennec Shan, uh, fantastic character. I love how they're growing that character from a w- one episode in season one of The Mandalorian to becoming this, again, spectacular bounty hunter and they're fleshing out her story more and more in different mediums um again she really carried the story all together in this series uh so yeah uh for me definitely fennec shan uh black chrysanthemum would get my others receiving vote and danny charho as the rancor keeper i was hoping to see him in episode seven sadly no no and his spicy tacos so there you have it that is our wildly expanded upon thoughts of the book of Boba Fett I don't know if I could say review anymore but (laughs) uh, definitely our expanded thoughts on the the book of Boba Fett and uh, where we I think this was this was our appendices of Boba Fett yeah yeah that's what that's there you go isaac that's what we need is not the book of boba fett we need the appendices of boba fett so we know what's going on in the book of boba fett (laughs) you know you get you you got the whole thing you know whenever you get encyclopedias encyclopedias kids were these collection of books and they were alphabetized and then you would have the appendix would be a separate book at the end that makes up for everything else that they they didn't do or mention in all the other books that's what the the book of boba fett should be um and i think we're all unanimous in that yes we are (laughs) thank you again for and thanks for coming along isaac matt thank you thank you thank you and we'll have to do this again soon i look forward to it totally looking forward to thank you for having me guys thank you thank you again to emily matt and isaac for joining me on this 
discussion about what was the Book of Boba Fett and its meaning for Star Wars and just our general thoughts on everything. And again, I invite you, the listener, to join the conversation. Let us know what your thoughts of the Book of Boba Fett were and what you do you believe it holds or means for the future of the Star Wars sagas that are coming. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Disney Marvels Podcast, or on Instagram at Disney Marvels Podcast, TikTok at Disney Marvels Podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney Marvels. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can catch audio feeds of the show and as well as some other special bonus content that I have coming up real soon. You can also send us a voicemail message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website or record it on your own electronic device, your computer, laptop, or phone and email it along with any questions or suggestions you may have to disneymarvels at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the latest Disney Marvels blog at disneymarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. We over here at the Disney Marvels podcast want to thank you very much for your time. We know how precious it is. And believe me, every time that we, we do a show, we think of the listeners and you. You, and I'm talking to you specifically is what keeps this show going and thank you so much we really truly appreciate you we really really are thankful that we get to spend this time together you know we're friends whether we've met yet or not and help this show keep going let more people know about it share the links out on social media tell people about it and if you particularly feel strong in the force being this is a star wars episode go on to apple uh, podcast or whatever podcast medium you're listening for and leave a rating we have all five star reviews on the apple podcast right now and it truly is amazing that this show means that much to this that many people and it keeps keeps us going 165 episodes and we're still still going away and still still here uh they haven't turned the lights off yet so keep keep telling people keep the keep spreading the word because Walt believed in a big Disney family and so do I don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it this way you always know when new episodes are posted and while you're at it consider becoming a premium subscriber help the show out you can do this over at anchor.fm slash Disney Marvels slash support or find our Patreon page where you can get some cool little bonus stuff you can also check out our merchandise shop Get yourself some fun Disney Marvel things. Not just t-shirts and sweatshirts. Got coffee mugs, pillows, all sorts of different things. Make sure to check it out. Buy yourself something there. Support your show and get some cool things while you're at it. All of the link to all these are in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever dark times seem to be troubling you, Whatever is weighing you down and keeps you from being the best version of you, don't give up. Don't ever give up or think that you're not worth it because, my gosh, you are absolutely worth it. You are special. There is no one else like you. There's a very good reason for that. 
because you are irreplaceable. You mean a lot to certain people. And those people, sometimes they may not say it enough. Sometimes you just don't hear it. But never forget how wonderful and loved you are. And it's okay to ask for help. Never give up. Never give in. Be your own hero. And keep going. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Crowded classrooms and half-day sessions are a tragic waste of our greatest national resource, the mind of our children. Again, that's Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everybody, and I'll see you next time.